Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane the Alchemist. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach. And you're currently listening to the 85th episode of the Neptunian Serenity Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a reading, especially for the sign of Libra, Sun, Moon, Rising. And the theme of this reading is self-worth. So, Welcome, my beautiful Libras. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. I hope you're as excited as I am for today's reading, but however you may feel is welcome. Um, so this is your installment in my series of self-worth readings that I'm doing this month. If you don't know how we do things over here at the podcast, every single month I make a series of 12 episodes, one for each zodiac sign, and I always make them in the natural order of the zodiac, starting with Aries all the way through um, Pisces. And every month in those episodes, we do tower and oracle readings, and we have a new theme every month for every new series that we do, meaning that there's always something a bit similar every um, now and then because the, the tools that we're using for the reading are similar, and it's my energy, it's my style, but at the same time, we have different messages all the time and also different themes to um, explore. So if you enjoy this episode, definitely follow the podcast for more because there's already a bunch. I mean, there's already a bunch. This is episode 85th. So there's already a bunch of content on here that you can swirl through and browse through and enjoy. But we're not stopping anytime soon. So definitely follow if you enjoy this because we're going to get even more out. And yeah, if you're curious to see what new things I'm going to choose for the next few seasons, because the themes that we choose every month always have to do they're always i mean they're never at random of course but i choose them intuitively with what i'm drawn to and what i feel is right and what i'm most curious and interested to explore what i think will be the most interesting topic to explore through all 12 readings but um there are always themes and topics that have to do with the current zodiac season that we're in right so right now it is taurus season as i'm recording this you don't have to be listening to this dur during taurus season by the way the messages that will come through um, of course, the intention of the reading with the self-worth reading is based in this energy of the archetype of Taurus that we're now um, experiencing because it's Taurus season, but the messages that will come through in the reading are timeless and divine timing is at play as well. So trust that whenever you find this and whenever it has found you, because it's a mix of both, is um, the perfect time for you to um, listen to this, to hear this, and trust that it will be when it's going to apply to your current present reality whenever that is, okay? And also these readings are always for sun, moon, rising. So you get up to three monthly readings. You can listen to your other signs as well if this one doesn't resonate or just to add on to it. And when you put them all together, you get a much more personalized message, right? So what are we going to be doing in the self-worth reading? Well, we're really just going to be making space for spirit to come through and give you a message about the concept of self-worth and whatever you may need to hear about this, wherever you may be with this topic uh, at this time of your life. It could be that spirit wants to hype you up. It could be that spirit wants you to um, start addressing some of your insecurities and start working through them or start accepting them. It could be that spirit wants to tell you that um, your sense of self-worth, maybe even though it may feel strong, is actually based on something that is quite shaky and maybe you need to have um, new things to base your self-esteem in. Or it could be that, um, I mean, it could be so many things, right? I'm just kind of telling you some of the things that have, have come through in the previous readings, but it can be so many different things. And also something special we're going to be doing today that I don't, um, I haven't done in other 
and some of the other um, series before is we're really going to be asking for a direct message from your spirit guides. We're going to be tapping into the energy of your spiritual team. Your spirit guides are um, a group, a team of different spiritual entities who um, have known you from birth, who you have chosen and they have chosen you. Um, and they can be many different things. They can be ancestors, they can be angels, they can be deities from many different mythologies and religions, depending on what you believe in as well. And um, this team of spiritual entities are um, chosen guides who are here to love on you and show you the way and help you and send guidance, guidance your way as you experience your human life and all the trials and tribulations that come with that experience, right? So um, that's what we're going to be doing. So if that sounds exciting and intriguing, then, then keep listening. Blah, what the fuck am I saying? If that sounds intriguing and exciting, then keep listening because we're going to get into it right now. Let's go. Let's get into your reading right away, shall we? I'm pretty excited for this. I hope you are as well. We're going to be starting this with a directly with a message from your spirit guides. And oof, that was striking already. So I'm going to pull a few cards from some oracle decks. Right now I'm using the spirit animal oracle. And we're asking to... Get in contact with Libra's spiritual team here today, please. What would you like to tell Libra today regarding their relationship to the concept of self-worth, please? What do you want them to know? Okay, the first, I don't know if I'm only meant to pull just one card because it's just not coming out, but first one was pretty striking. I'm just going to tell you what it is. It's number 43, Owl Spirit, with You See Clearly Now. Right now at the bottom of the deck, we have Dog Spirit with Be Loyal to What You Love. But I'm going to try to pull a few more. I don't know if they just wanted me to acknowledge that first and foremost. Yeah, that seems to be the case because I got new more cards now. Yep. Okay, so, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> Three cards and I can already see, like, the theme amongst all of these like I, I feel like i'm already seeing a peek of like what the story of all of this is going to be about so very fascinating which is why i was like oh this first card is so striking and yes it was okay so your two other cards from the spirit animal oracle besides the owl spirit you have the how do you pronounce that armadillo spirit is that how you say it i don't know uh, number three with set healthy boundaries and this card I did peek it out when I was pre-shuffling the deck beforehand before like doing the actual reading starting to record so interesting that it came out and we also have number 22 dragonfly spirit truth transcends illusion so you know it's <laughs> you see clearly now truth transcends illusion and set healthy boundaries you know what's up is what your spirit guides are saying and you know what you need to do in this situation and that is to set healthy boundaries this could be about a relationship with someone else but this could also be about your relationship to yourself because we sometimes also treat ourselves um kind of like shit and we need to set boundaries with ourselves and not tolerate that kind of stuff right it could be about your inner monologue something like this but now i'm pulling clarifiers for each of these cards using the starseed oracle to get a fuller picture of what's going on what your spirit guys want to tell you here 
as we start. Can you clarify the owl spirit, please? No, okay. Hold on. Can you clarify this card? Okay, thank you. Your spirit guides are being a bit... Um, they're either giving us the card like right away or they're taking their time, which is interesting. I don't know what that means. Maybe there's like been a relationship where there's been like a lot of um, inconsistency and that's what this represents and maybe that's what you need to set boundaries about. Okay, bottom of the deck we have whale and orca elders share your song frequency of sound diving deep and at the bottom of the spirit animal deck we have the brown bear spirit in reverse with take time out just so you know so i'm probably not really going to use that okay interesting all of your spirit animal cards are upright and all of your starseed cards are in reverse okay i'm not sure what that means yet but um it doesn't i don't always interpret or necessarily interpret reverse cards as like the meaning of what's on the card is opposite, so please take that into account when I'm going to read you what's on them. Um, we'll get curious about that later, see if it has a meaning that they're all in reverse or not. So, the card clarifying the armadillo spirits is the void, and it says, Stop, embrace winter, great cosmic womb. Then clarifying the owl spirits... We have Cracked Open, and it says Rock Bottom, Surrender to the Alchemy of Life. Interesting, two similar cards. And then clarifying the, the Dragonfly Spirit, we have I'm Sorry, Defenselessness, Riding Past Wrongs, Uprooting. Okay. I mean, the, yeah, this is a very straightforward message. Um... I said earlier that this could be about a relationship with someone else or this could be about your relationship with yourself. And honestly, I kind of think that this is both. I think that this is about not tolerating bullshit from other people and then having to also rework your relationship to yourself to make to question the fact that you even let allow someone like that into your life or even allow yourself to be in a relationship with this person or you even um were attracted to, to them in the first place so i think both of those things are at or at play here um there's definitely been inconsistencies there's been i, f I think the fact that we have the i'm sorry card in reverse it seems like there's been um someone who should have apologized needed to apologize and they didn't either that or you realize or you know it's either they never apologize for things that they should have apologized for that you wanted them needed them to apologize for or it was like you kind of had to really fight to put it up pull it all out of them and even when they apologized it was half-hearted and you either realize on the spot or you realize eventually when they just did the bullshit again and you realize that they never fucking meant that shit and they never meant to actually try to be better and try to treat you better they just were wanting you to enable them as long as possible and now it's over like now we're not fucking doing that anymore right that's what you're you've been telling yourself i do think that if any boundaries have been needing to be set or cores that needed to be cut with another person i think that's done already by the time you're listening to this reading i think that's done if this was like someone you relationship with i think that you've broken up you did the thing which congratulations that's important it's a big step it's great 
So great job on that because that was clearly the right thing to do. And I feel like now you're on a journey to more so trust your own intuition and to be closer and get more curious about the way that you function so that you can understand what led to this point. Because I think that you understand that you're partly to blame for being for ending up ending up in this situation, only partly because you made choices in the past that have led you that had led you to this situation. And I think that you're, you really, yeah, you want to dive deep into yourself, question yourself. I, I love that this, that I'm sensing a real curiosity here rather than judgment. Because this is really what's going to get you somewhere with this. A lot of people, when they realize that they were partly at fault or they were part of the reason why they ended up in a shitty situation, tend to instinctively judge themselves for it or be really angry at themselves and maybe you are you feel those things as well sometimes we are complex beings and can feel multiple emotions even seemingly contradicting one of course but the cure i was told once by a great a, a teacher of mine a great person a great teacher that the cure to judgment is curiosity and i love that sentence because it's it puts like a really complicated issue into a really simple straightforward sentence and that very much applies to inner work as well. If you couldn't be just truly curious, you would try to force yourself to change out of shame, out of punishment rather than out of love and out of care. And that would not work. Or it would just, maybe you would change, but in a way that's not actually helpful for you. And you would have a really shitty, um, unhealthy relationship with yourself then instead of with somebody else and I think that you're aware to not wanting to you're aware of the fact that you don't want your inner relationship to yourself to reflect outer ones that you've been in the past that were unhealthy you understand that like doing that kind of projection or that kind of transplantation is not the right way and that it could happen but you want to make sure it's not going to happen you seem to be a pretty self-aware person and I know that right now at this time in your life after you've dealt with this person in this situation you may not really feel that way or you may be like well not that self-aware if i ended up there um compared to most people in our society you you are pretty self-aware okay and you're pretty um you're pretty yes (laughs) if that's a word that you like to be um like you like to identify with but um (laughs) only during a libra reading my brain was gonna do that (laughs) Yes, you're pretty. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? You're pretty knowledgeable about how this shit works, doing inner work. And because you understand all of those things that you need to be curious instead of judge yourself, that we have a relationship with ourselves that's just as important and can often reflect the ones that we have with other people. Like most people don't know that. And you do. So you have that advantage. This is a great start. You've probably done inner work before on other things. So you kind of know how it works. You kind of know what you need. Or you have some ideas of some tools or maybe some people who could help you with this stuff along the way. Mm. 
Yeah, I think that there's... I mentioned this quickly before. I think there's a strong emphasis here on you wanting to learn to trust your intuition and your gut feeling. Because I think that looking back, you know or you remember having at least one, if not multiple instances when your intuition told you to like run away from this person or was just like, no, a gut feeling of like, no, this isn't right. This person isn't right for me. I don't like spending time with them. You know, that kind of inner feeling. I think that you felt it before and you dismissed it or didn't pay attention to it or invalidated it, minimized it. And now now that you see clearly, as it says on the Owl Spirit card, you're like, oh my gosh, but I knew all, like there was a part of me that knew all along. Why didn't I trust that? Why couldn't I trust that? Why couldn't I give it the attention and importance that it needed? Why didn't I listen to it? You want your intuition to be more heard. You want to make more space for it at the table of your psychological being. <laughs> to say it like that. And I think that's a great idea. And I think that's what your guys are saying as well. And they're saying like, no matter what... Because maybe now you're kind of, now that you've made this pattern conscious or that you're thinking about all those things, you may have like a moment of like, oh my God, like how many other times did I dismiss my own intuition and could have ended up in better situations that I did? And sort of saying, your spirit guys are saying truth transcends illusion with this dragonfly spirit card, right? Truth transcends illusion. You will always know one day or another, it will come through. Because first, I think some of you maybe no overthinking is not the word I want to use. It's not accurate. It feels judgmental. I think I think you've been thinking back on a lot of events in your life as a result of all of this. It's kind of like a like 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 this first um, realization the first moment of consciousness around the situation kind of kicked off a whirlwind of events especially internally and you're thinking about so many different things and i think that you may be doubting yourself about certain things or you're like this one time that i thought i could trust this person or this one time that this happened and i didn't really feel anything but can i really trust that was that really real if you have anything like that like overanalyzing or distrusting yourself, your past perspectives, or kind of fearfully questioning yourself about something that happened in the past, something else from this situation or person. Um, spirit, your spirit guys are saying truth transcends illusion. Like you would know, you would have like a deep knowing. If this was fake, or you would end up finding out eventually, or you would have you or you would have found out by this point already. So don't worry about that. When you do that, you're you're falling into the fear and the judgment rather than curiosity. You're you're kind of getting off track when you do that. So that's not the way, okay? And yeah, it's gonna happen, but just notice when you start thinking like that and detach yourself disidentify from those thoughts like i'm okay i'm I'm thinking those thoughts but that's not that's not who i am 
that's not the necessarily the truth or the entirety of my current experience. Yeah. Okay. Let's get more cards. We're going to pull some tarot cards now. Or are we? Sorry about that noise. That was pretty loud, right? <laughs> I just realized how close it was to like the mic. Um, yeah, I said tarot cards, but actually I was lying. I mean, not purposefully, but I just, when I looked at my decks, I'm, I'm not drawn to a tarot deck right now, so we're going to pull more oracles. So <laughs> let's do that. Um, I'm using the archetype cards right now, and I want to know, how can you get closer to your intuition? Because that's, that's your goal here right now. I don't really feel the need to get really deep about this past situation that you've left already because i think that you know what you need to know about that and i think that you've been thinking about that a lot as well you may have been talking about it with other people processing it already if you have like a therapist or a coach um i think that you've been talking to them about that already and i just think it's time for you to i think you're okay I think that it's been on your healing journey to this event because it was painful, it was difficult, it was challenging, right? For sure. On your healing journey to this event, I think that you're past the first phase of like shock and thinking about it all the time and you're ready for like the next phase, which is being able to take a little bit of distance from it and being able to incorporate more moments of joy and happiness or just things that are completely unrelated to this into your day-to-day -day life so i feel the need to focus a bit more on i feel called to focus a bit more on what's the best that you can make of the situation right now rather than focus on the betrayal or the unhappiness or the loss or you know all of those um painful emotions that you've been through that you've been experiencing I should say. So that's what we're going to be doing during the reading. And I'm pretty, I'm, I just, I just, when I, when I started mentioning, like, you want to be closer to your intuition, I felt excited, which again was like a sign that this should be what I focus on. And I think that you are starting to be able to feel excited about this too. And this, your spirit guides were like, yes, this is what you should focus on. Um, of course, honor your emotions, emotions, you know, feel, this is a big thing. This was a big thing. So, you know, you're going to have feelings of hurt from this that could that can keep coming up every now and then for a long time honor those feelings when they come up don't just feel like no i'm only focusing on the good i think you know that like no no toxic positivity right but at the same time you can start making the best of this and focusing on on on, on different aspects of this so bottom of the deck these are archetype cards so there's the name of the archetype and then there's also light attributes and shadow attributes for each card i'm going to read out both to you they're essentially healthy and unhealthy expressions of the same archetype um yeah i'm going to read both for each but i only have like one um usually how i interpret these if they come out upright i and i'm more so guided to read it as like it's the light attribute that's coming through and if it's in reverse, more so the shadow attribute, you only have one in reverse. So 
taken in light attributes for most of them. Bottom of the deck, you have the archetype of the warrior, with the shadow attributes being trading ethical principles for a victory at any cost, indifference to the suffering inflicted on others, and the light attributes being strength, skill, discipline, and toughness of will, heroism, stoicism, and self-sacrifice in conquering the ego. Now, the cards on the table, we have six. So the first one is mentor, with the shadow attributes being inability to allow the student to move on to the role of master, imparting false instruction, and the light attributes are passing on wisdom and refining a student's character. For martyr, because that's your next card, martyr, <laughs> we have light attributes being learning the transcendent nature of service to oneself or a cause, and the shadow attributes would be addiction to self-pity. Your next attribute is the visionary with the light attributes being capacity to envision what is not yet conceivable to others, willingness to proclaim a vision without regard for personal gain, and the shadow attributes would be selling insights to the highest bidder, compromising your vision to make it more acceptable. And you have the archetype of the vampire in reverse. So the light attributes are makes you aware that someone or something is draining your life force, and the shadow attributes are depleting others for your psychic survival, chronic complaining, and codependency. You have a card that is a blank card. And what that is, is when I bought this deck, in the deck, there's like a, f a few cards in it that are blank. And it says in the booklet that they are put there in case we want to make our own archetypes. Um, and I decided not to do that, but I decided also consciously to keep them in the deck. And so when I pull them, I kind of interpret them as like a wild card or potentially something subconscious about yourself, okay? So it wanted to come out. It's in reverse, but there's nothing on it. And your last attribute is... The attribute? No. The last archetype <laughs> is the archetype of the king. Ooh. With the light attributes being enlightened, benevolent leadership, benefiting those in your charge, and the shadow attributes being excessive feelings of entitlement and rulership without restraint. Okay. So, interesting. There's definitely something here about speaking of your experience to a larger audience, I think, or just to more people. Something about sharing your story. I don't know if this is something that you've thought about already or that you've sensed intuitively or that you kind of could picture yourself doing, but this is something that is coming through here. It could be when you feel ready, you start talking about this on your social media. You could do it publicly or you could just do it um, to, you know, if you just have like a private account, it's just for your friends and family, um, you could do it there. It just kind of just depends on what you feel called for and what you feel okay with. But there's a need to like share your story somehow for some reason. I think that it would be healing for you and also for other people. And honestly, I think that a lot of people around you, whether people you, that you already know or the people who would find your public post, I think a lot of those people would actually relate to you or relate to the past you and hearing you kind of on the other side of it, quote unquote, right? Because it's more complex than you're in, you're in it and then you're not in it, right? But seeing you having developed into a different phase of your life and having started to heal from that and being a different version of yourself and starting to see life differently, being able to start seeing your, who you could be outside of this pattern 
because you've worked on it long enough, is going to be inspiring to other people to do the same thing, take that same first step to be like, you know what? No, I don't deserve to be treated like shit. And also, I can trust my own intuition to tell me what's right or what's wrong for me, what's healthy, what's not healthy for me. Yeah. Because we have the card of the king, which has enlightened, benevolent leadership, benefiting those in your charge. And also mentor was the first card that came through, passing on wisdom and re refining a student's character, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe the, eventually you could sell like a course about this, if that is relevant in the sense that is it is relevant in what you would want to do and something that you could be qualified to do um eventually but it doesn't have to be like that it could be more just informal but there's a yeah there's something here about speaking for the unheard is what i'm hearing speaking for the unheard for this group of people who because i think uh, you know um I'm not sure the details of what happened here, obviously, but we can at least talked about it. This was someone who um, didn't treat you well enough and they didn't want to take accountability and they didn't want to apologize. They wanted you to just enable them and continue to invalidate your own intuition that said, this is not right and I deserve better to re remain with them and please them and be with them, be the light in their own fucking life when you couldn't even be your own light, right? There's a lot of people in those kinds of situations, especially romantic relationships, and especially women, because of patriarchal um, cultural messaging. There's people of all genders, of course, but yes, there are more men and um, women than men in those kinds of situations when it comes to romantic relationships, but honestly, this can be about all kinds of relationships. So yes, I think, and I think, you know what? I think this is why at the beginning of the reading, I said, you actually have a lot of self-awareness and you, you're very knowledgeable about this. Even though you may not feel that way, you actually are. You know, I had to like, I had to kind of push it. I had to be like, no, 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 you do actually. You need to realize that you do. You have a lot more than most people, especially most people in this kind of situation. So yes, you already have a lot within you, enough within you to be able to guide other people. It also depends on where you're at on your healing journey with this. And that's going to depend on each person because this is a collective reading. But you'll know when you start feeling ready for this. I'm hearing that, that just use that as like a guiding point, right? But I'm hearing um, you'll know when you're, you're able to like not cry every single time you, you talk about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, yeah, yeah, okay. Because there was just like um, a thought that I didn't finish. Yes, because there's, there's a lot of people in these kinds of situations, the one, that you the one like you have been in, and these people are unheard because they don't even realize that they're fucking hurting. Oof! Oh my god, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's a great sentence. <laughs> This is why they need other, they, they, I mean, yeah, this is why they need you without realizing or you're going to help them so much. Not like they could never realize it without you, but you could inspire people so much because imagine you could make content that's just like, 
here's how I felt on a daily basis when I was in this kind of relationship. And of course, by then, you have enough distance and healing within yourself about this that you're, you don't feel super fucked up and it doesn't put you back into like a whirlwind of emotions when you think back on it, right? But you made like a piece of content like, here's how I felt on a daily basis in this relationship. And then you're like, I felt so stressed. I felt always tense. I felt maybe I was physically ill or, you know, all those kinds of things. So that people who are in those situations can be like, oh my God, I feel that way too. And then start questioning themselves. Well, maybe that means I shouldn't feel that way. Maybe that's not normal. Then you would be the one to be like, no, it's not normal. It's not normal. And it means that you're not in a good situation. And you, it means that you need to start taking care of yourself better. Put yourself first. Be cared for. In, in a healthy way by others and I can help you with that I can help you uh, figure out um, how to start to learn trusting your own intuition because it's not like it's not that you're going to be saving other people obviously right it's not like that you're just going to inspire people by speaking of your own experience your own insights your own awareness to help accelerate the healing of other people and the journeys of other people that's all it is. It's like people in Mario Kart getting like a a booster, you know, those mushrooms that make you go faster. It's not like you're the car or the cart. You're not, you're not the one driving them. You're not the one doing everything for them or saving them or controlling their lives. You're just a helper or maybe the star that makes you go faster and you're like invincible and you're shining rainbow. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> it's like you're you're the star that they collect on 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 the track of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a great one i love the star okay and it's, tar- it's a tarot card too the star okay <laughs> someone needs to do like a mario um tarot deck i mean it probably exists already let's be real anyway um <laughs> yeah and you know with this visionary card with the light attributes being capacity to envision what is not yet conceivable to others Willingness to proclaim a vision without regard for personal gain. See, that's what it is. To most people, this is still super revolutionary. Because the minimization of abuse or mistreatment and the the, 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 the self-gaslighting of someone's intuition is extremely common and extremely normalized in our society still in most places, in, um, on, in most circles, in mainstream media. It's extremely normalized. So the thoughts and realizations that you're having now of like, oh my God, I deserve better. I always did because I'm worthy of love and respect just because I'm alive. And also I should have trusted my intuition because it, it, it knew better for myself. These are super visionary and revolutionary things. So you're going to have to be aware of that and be okay with that. And just be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to speak my fucking truth because I know some people need it. And I'm not being... The thing about being a visionary is that what it truly means is that you're able to see a truth or the potential of something years before most people can. Years before the kind of collective consciousness has reached that same conclusion. But it will. You are a visionary in that sense. That is the part of you that is a visionary is a visionary about this. So you are going to be the... 
what's the word I'm looking oh what's the expression I'm looking for the, I mean I, I can't remember what I was trying to what I was trying to get at, but you're gonna be like the black sheep in a sense because in the sea of so many fucked up relationship advice that is completely not conscious and completely toxic you're gonna be the one that's gonna be like hey you should take care of yourself you know better deep down you deserve love and respect and admiration and affection and that's going to be like very confronting for a lot of people yes if you do decide to have a public platform over time as you grow your audience you are going to get backlash but that's only backlash from people it's not going to be about you obviously it can be a challenge to disidentify from those emotions whatever that's going to bring up but it's not going to be about you it's going to be about people who don't want to face the fact that they are hurting so that you rather convince that they'd rather invalidate their own feelings and be like, no, that's not true. That's not true that this is unhealthy. That's not true because they've been through it. Either because they are currently in a situation where they've been treated that way, or they haven't in the past and they want to keep like a positive perspective of that person, or because they are making someone else live that way and they want to convince themselves that they're not doing anything wrong. That they don't that they don't have to hold themselves accountable and say sorry, but they do. I really recommend following, especially if you're like um, a woman and you were you have that experience with men, and you want to talk about this in like in like a feminist perspective. I mean, feminist perspective can be about relationships of all genders, but you know, um, you want to bring up all of those patriarchal stuff that were implicated and you ending up in this situation is what I meant. I would really uh, recommend you follow. I think Robin Clark is her name and I think that's her handle too on Instagram Robin Clark she posts a lot of um content about this so I think it could be it could inspire you and it could help you on your own journey as well highly recommend um yeah because that's kind of what I was envisioning for you to become in your own way of of course and maybe that's not exactly the way that you want to do it that's going to be different for each person and follow what's right for you of course but um Robin Clark, she's very um, inspiring to a lot of people. And she has like a community of people who are like, oh my God, you helped me understand so many things. And it's, um, I find her content interesting and I'm very into feminism and that kind of stuff. So that's why I follow it. I, that's why I follow her. I mean, it like the account. Um, I haven't necessarily been in, the, in, a, in a situation like this myself. So I can always personally relate. But I, I'm interested in, in her content. And I see a lot of people uh, writing to her these kinds of things so yeah okay now let's pull the tarot cards for real now <laughs> okay i'm using the ethereal visions tarot what does libra here need to know <laughs> what does libra need to know Okay, just three then. What does Libra need to know, please? Can you clarify this card? What does Libra need to know? Moving forward, yeah. Nine of Swords in Reverse at the bottom of the deck, which again, that reflects something I said earlier. When you kind of start spiraling in your own thoughts, 
try to learn to notice it and be present with it when it comes and acknowledge it, witness it, but also be like, my thoughts are a part of who I am, but they are not me. And they don't represent an objective truth of my current experience or about who I am. Okay? I recommend looking into disidentification and psychosynthesis if you're interested. Or you can book a session with me about that. I can help with these things. I'm trained for that. Um, okay, so your tarot cards. We have the King of Cups. Beautiful card. Very on brand. <laughs> clarified by the Six of Swords. We have the Chariot in reverse. Clarified by the Two of Pentacles in reverse. We have the Seven of Swords. Clarified by the Eight of Cups in reverse. So those are your cards. There's a need here to reparent yourself. That's definitely part of it. And with this King of Cups, there's definitely here a need for creating healthy masculinity models for yourself, regardless of your gender, okay? I know earlier I was like, if you're a woman, this and that, no. Regardless of your gender here, or the, and the, and or the gender of people that you're into, um, gender or genders, we love bisexual people, um, <laughs> you need healthy models of masculinity and that you will find that in both tapping into your own masculine side and reparenting your own inner child in that way because i think you had a father who was very and very deeply into toxic masculinity is what i'm getting from this and it's time to move on from that move away from that heal your inner child in that sense rewire the way that you view masculinity and fatherhood so try to ask the universe to send you healthy models of masculinity. And I don't mean a partner. I mean just maybe people that you can become friends with or just people that you can observe from afar, maybe even like celebrities. Try to ask the universe to send you positive models of masculinity and follow those people or be around those people, observe those people. Because I think that's going to be healing and I think that's going to help you to rewire the way that you view masculinity because you view it in like a negative sense right away because that's always been your experience negative you know toxic masculinity and healthy masculinity but there is there are examples of positive masculinity out there and masculinity can be healthy and we all have both masculine and feminine so if you view masculinity in a negative sense you will continue to reject your own masculine parts of yourself and that's not going to help either healing is really about reclaiming the different parts of who we are and reclaiming our own wholeness learning to accept and welcome and embody all parts of ourselves at once to me that's kind of what healing is about and that's what i do with psychosynthesis as well that i'm trained in and so it's very, you have a wounded experience, wounding and wounded experience of masculinity. And it's, you're going to have to work on this. Mm -hmm. I mean, King of Cups clarified by Six of Swords. I mean, the, the King of Cups himself, he's not really, he's just an archetype, obviously, but he is an example. And we have him upright here. He is, he is an example of healthy masculinity. So think about that. Or maybe you can ask ask the universe in that in that way. Please send me 
healthy, positive King of Cups types of, of, of people that I can be around that I, so that they can help me uh, rethink what I think of masculinity and um, what I think as a potential for me. Because for some of you here also, it's not just about healing yourself. Obviously, that's a, that's a big part of it. And healing your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your inner child. It's also like some of you here are into men romantically and sexually and one day you will want to date again <laughs> if you're like no way you, yes you will eventually and that's you know that that's gonna happen when you're ready for that but um to have that kind of king of king of cups healthily masculine kind of partner is something that you need to start opening your imagination to that's how those people are going to help you. Yeah. And I mean, clarify with the Six of Swords. Very straightforward. Moving away from toxicity. Moving on to calmer waters. The Chariot in Reverse clarified by the Two of Pentacles in Reverse. I feel called to pull an extra card for this. Which is interesting because I rarely do that. And sometimes when I do that, it's because I'm not getting anything. But I am getting stuff here. But it feels like it's not the full story. So do you want to give me one more card? Yeah, two more cards, actually. Hendman in reverse and the Three of Swords. Okay. Spirit is saying, don't avoid your heartbreak. And also, don't let, don't let yourself drown within it. So don't just put your entire life to a stop to do your inner work or just to grieve for not forever. But also, don't start... I, was gonna, I wanted to say valuing yourself, then I heard worshipping yourself. Okay, this is serious. Don't, stop, don't start worshipping yourself for how productive you are. Because some of you have an instinct, a subconscious instinct. Maybe you have like a Capricorn moon or something. But some of you have like... Um, or you could have like an aspect between your moon and your Saturn in your birth chart. You could have like a natural instinct of like, oh, I want to escape my emotions right now. Or I don't feel good enough in the, the my emotional parts of myself. So I'm going to project that and compensate with that by full mode being like super into work or super into my business or super into being productive and doing things and doing the work and yeah and that would be that would be toxic masculinity to yourself so no have some sort of balance spirit is also saying like there's no rush there's no rush there's no rush in healing and there's also no rush in creating this whatever this is going to be about because we talked about you be potentially having a platform sharing your story there's no rush in this Please take your time. And even there's no rush to start it. And there's also no rush to make it grow super quickly when it happens, when you start doing it. It's okay if when you start, you just post like once a month and you have like 50 followers. That's fine. Don't rush it because you're going to like traumatize yourself if you go way too fast. Because you're not going to respect your own rhythm with, of, of how ready you are to talk about this. Which is why you still need some time before you start talking about this to more people. Because you need to continue this work of getting closer to yourself, listening to yourself more. Be trusting your own intuition more. Because your body and your mind and your heart 
are also also communicate to you when they're tired or when they're kind of over overextending themselves. You still need some healing time to develop a stronger connection to those signals before you put yourself out there a bit more. Otherwise, you're going to overextend yourself sometimes or share stuff that you're not ready to share fully and you're going to freak out. You're going to feel very uncomfortable afterwards or you're going to feel... Um, I mean, re-traumatize is a big word, but maybe for some of you, okay? Yeah. And yes, with the Seven of Swords clarified by the Eight of Cups in reverse, this journey is also about learning not to lie to yourself anymore. Which we mentioned earlier. Like, when you when you let yourself be around people who lie to you, how does that reflect in the way that you lie to yourself, right? We talked about that. And we talked about the fact that your spirit guides don't want you to get into spirals about whether someone else also lied to you in the past or not. And that that's not productive. No, not productive. No, that's not constructive. That's what I... God damn it. See that productivity pattern <laughs> wants to be like, I'm going to solve everything. No, <laughs> don't hijack me. Um, <laughs> your spirit guides are saying that would not be constructive. It would not be healing. And it, want, it would not lead to anything. Truth transcends illusion always. So if you need to know, or if you if it, if it happened, you would know or you would end up knowing somehow in a different way without you having to spiral down like that. And we did say, you know, notice and disidentify when it comes up. I, we already said like what you should do when that happens. But what I'm also seeing with this, so yeah, focus your, a lot of your healing journey is about you not lying to yourself anymore and not giving yourself bush, bullshit anymore or calling yourself out on your own bullshit when you realize that you're bullshitting yourself, right? That's a big part of your healing journey as well. It was 44-44 on the recording time when I said that. And um, something else as well is Spirit is saying, don't do this healing alone. The fact that we have the Seven of Swords clarified by the Eight of Cups in reverse, Spirit is saying, actually, for most of your healing, you need someone else to hear you out. Either like a therapist or a coach or even having conversations with friends and family who could who you could talk to this about because... When you only spend time in your mind and your and your emotions on your own about the situation, you start distorting a lot of things that don't help you. So don't isolate yourself through this, please. Don't isolate yourself. Open up to other people about it. To the people that feel appropriate and that you feel comfortable with. Also, not everyone has to know the same amount of things, right? Someone who can just hold space for you and be able to see it when you could be distorting or kind of getting into a, a, a spiral. So they can be like, no, stop. And, and help you ground back into the truth of the, of the matter, of the moment. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Okay. If you... Um, okay, something that's coming up as well. We mentioned like therapist, coach, friend. Okay, like one-on-one conversations. Something that I just saw right now is um, a support group. If you could potentially find a support group of people who have experienced similar things, it doesn't have to be like, I don't know if you experience like abuse, it doesn't have to be like a group for abuse survivors. If you find that and that feels right for you, go for it. But it doesn't have to be that. It can just be 
a spiritual group for healing or you know something like that we're a group where people feel comfortable and are welcome to share personal things and other people support them within that um if you can find something like this i think that could be helpful for many of you and also yeah not only it would be helpful in your own healing for the same things that we that the other one-on-one people would be but also there's having a support group would make it easier for you to transition to this mentor archetype because maybe you would be in the space of like i don't know six people i don't know why that was the number that was coming through six people and it's like five other people are here you talk about this and those five people are already being inspired or they're already telling you you should talk about this more this is so inspiring to me this is so the way you put it it's seeing you on your journey it's so amazing to me so fascinating to me it's so helpful to me those kinds of things and then that might be like oh yeah like i could talk about this more or it could feel like a a nice in between to transition to yeah i also just think a support group would be helpful but okay so i'm gonna pull some last few cards we're almost at the end I want to pull some cards from, I was, you know what, I was hesitant for a really long time for, in, when I was choosing your decks for this last one. I kind of went back and forth with a few different decks and they were all purple, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> the only thing tying all of them together. And I ended up going for a, an oracle deck that I don't use that often and that is the Divine Abundance Oracle. That's the one that ended up feeling right. So, we're just going to get some a closing message for you. Yeah, see? The amount of cards that came out when I said that. Um, closing message for Libra. Any other little reminders? Any last little messages that your spirit guys want to give you? Something to move forward with? And, you know, abundance is a Taurian theme, just like self-worth. Because in astrology, or abundance and money are ruled by the same signs and the same houses as our self-worth and our sense of self-esteem and our values. So, hey, they're kind of intrinsically linked. That's something that I'll let you ponder upon philosophically. Um, <laughs> okay, can we get one last card, please, Spirit, for Libra here today on their path, their journey to self-worth? I said one more, not a thousand more. Okay, no. One more card, please. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna... Okay, this card, it kind of came out weird because I was taking out... Um, there's a card in this side. That's just like the, in, the instructions card. So I took that out and then another card fell out by accident at the same time. So I'm gonna take it. It's not usually how I pull my cards, but... um. I trust it. It felt right. I'm going to keep it. Okay. So I pulled four cards for you. The first card. If I can pick it up. Okay. Is extraordinary. It's a beautiful purple card. And there's a beautiful peacock um, on this card. And in the spirit animal oracle. There is a peacock card as well. And I think it says let it shine. And it's really about being seen. So hey. There's something here about that. It says, there's a wild and impetuous uniqueness to you that deserves to be honored. Beautiful. 
I'm trying to get my spread to look nice and neat. Not really working, but that's fine. Um, your second card is Divine Source. Oh, I, I this flipped out reverse at first. I'm not really taking reversals for these. But I swear that I read Divine Love. <laughs> I swear that I read Divine Love. So what the fuck? But it's Divine Source. And it says, help me know that all my deepest needs will be met. Let me trust that you have a plan and the right actions will come. You are my source for all. Yeah, the fact that this is in reverse could just mean this is, um, you have the source within yourself. You are the source. Seeing it as an internal thing rather than an external thing. Preaching about the, divi the, the divinity within yourself rather than outside of yourself. Uh-huh. If that's not interesting, I, I don't know what is. Your next card is Sanctity. And it says, through offering, even the most mundane problem can become a sacrament. See? Again, honoring yourself as divine. I feel like that, that was speaking of that too. And I swear I hadn't seen that or read that before when I said that. And your last card is Divine Flow. And there's a beautiful open lotus flower on it, amongst other things. And it says, eventually, one sublime desire takes precedence over all others to follow the Tao, the divine flow at all costs. Okay, so, my love, that's going to be your reading for today. So I hope that, oh, we have the inner child in reverse at the bottom of the deck, just mentioning that quickly, but I'm not going to read that. That's where I'm going to end your reading. <laughs> so thank you for being here. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that this was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. That really helps me out and it also helps more people find the podcast. If you think these readings would be helpful to more people, you can also let me know by asking the automated question that I believe Spotify asked to ask you what you, th you thought of this episode. Or you can let me know by sending me a little tip. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. All the links for, for that kind of stuff and what I'm going to mention next are in the description of the episode always. If you would like to alchemize this even further, work on this even further, create magic around this even further, um, you can do so by booking a one-on-one -on -one session with me. I would love to have you. There's a link for you to check out the different offerings I currently have and how to book with me. Um, if you would like to follow me on different platforms, I mean, follow the podcast for more. Uh, if I didn't say that, follow the podcast for more. <laughs> that's free and that's easy and that's fun. And check out your other signs if you would like to, to add to this message, or maybe there's something else that you need to hear. You can browse through all of the other, this is already, I think, the seven series of the kind, so there's already at least six other Libra readings up right now on the podcast, which I'm sure you probably haven't listened to all of them. So, I mean, maybe, but maybe not. Um, so check that out um, <laughs> if you would like more stuff, because there's already a bunch of stuff here. If you would like to... Um, yeah, follow me on other platforms. What else? What else? What else? Oh, they're okay. There's something that I'm I'm thinking. I was if you want to buy some candles or incense from Shy Wolf Candles, I am an ambassador for that. I haven't set it up yet because I just got the message that I was approved for that. But I do have a, a coupon code for that, so I'll eventually include that in my my podcast links so hopefully you can find that um if you want some of that highly recommend that brand it's amazing and yeah i think that's it for me so thank you so much for being here i wish you the absolute best please keep going on your beautiful beautiful journey because it is going to be so healing for yourself and for the world as well at large right you're going to be such an inspiration to others and i hope you're already an inspiration to yourself you're already an inspiration to me so <laughs> with that i'll um wish you an amazing rest of your day or night 
I'll send you off and sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Bye!